Blog Talk Radio. Tomorrow? 
Thanks for having me. That's, I was throwing it over to you for uh, your uh, thoughts on the uh, roll call fight. Oh, yeah. So, we got UFC London um, today. And we had some we had some big names fighting today. We uh, most people know the new the new guy, um uh Patty Timblett, he fought tonight. Uh Dan Hooker fought tonight. And that main card, uh Alexander Volkov versus Tom Aspinall. Um me personally going into that fight I had I had Volkov. Um I thought I thought it was gonna be at least maybe maybe a maybe a TKO or something, you know, round three. Um, I I, di- I definitely expected to go past round one though. I didn't expect Tom uh, Tom Aspinall to 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 grab a hold of him and uh, put him into a submission in in just the in just the first round. Um, and then the co-main was Arnold Allen versus Dan Hooker, and uh, that was that was that was kind of that was actually sad for me to watch because I'm a I'm a big I'm a big Dan Hooker guy, and um, you know seeing him lose two in a row. Um, it might even be three. I, I forget. I forget what his last fight was. His fight before that was, but um, uh, yeah, Dan Hooker lost today uh, via TKO in the first round, um, and that was I, I, again that was that was very heartbreaking for me to see. And um, mm-hmm. then you got the new guy, Patty Pimblett. Uh, he got a submission in the in uh, first round as well against Rodrigo mm-hmm. Vargas. Um, and he's definitely gonna, he's starting to make a big name for himself in the UFC, especially um, uh, these past couple months. And um, mm-hmm. people people are people have very big hopes to him. Some people are calling him the new Conor McGregor. Uh, me personally, I don't see you know that that big a future for him. Um, I, I want to I want to see him fight you know maybe you know a top fifteen guy, you know someone like that. Someone actually you know will give him real problems. Um, and um, and give him a, a good fight, you know, someone that can actually test him to his real abilities. So the question of the day is: about? Did you bet on Dan Hooker? Or? Um, I didn't. I didn't bet on anybody because I know oh. I know how good my um my my guessing skills are when it comes to fights, and my record <laughs> is definitely below five hundred. I was gonna say I got the picnic basket open. I was getting ready to hand you something. <laughs> what do you think, Bob? Did you have a chance uh, to do I'm that? I'm gonna agree with, with a lot of stuff that Caden said. Okay, but I'm gonna back. So tonight was definitely the UK's night, and and everyone that pretty much got sent over there to fight got schooled up. Okay. I'm gonna, I'm going to back up even further to the female fight, Molly McCann versus Luana uh, Carolina. Uh, that was phenomenal. And, and, oh, my God, I don't know how Luana Carolina stood up. Um, she was 8-3, and three, but this Molly McCann came out swinging with everything and, and had takedowns and an awesome throw-over-the-back takedown and, and then ended up finishing the fight with a KO with a spinning elbow and just way later. Um, and she's part of the team of Patty Pimblett. Now, Patty Pimblett, again, like Caden uh, uh, was saying, he's an up-and-comer, but I'd like to see him tested on – on on some higher higher rank fellows, but man, did he he put a, a working on his guy. Then you go up into a, uh, the co-main event that Arnold Allen versus Dan Hooker. I would have been eating crow because I, I with Caden, I would you know I'm a Dan Hooker fan and and Hooker's been around for a while. Arnold Allen took it to him, and it was it was. Uh, I mean, Dan Hooker can stand and bang, but this Arnold Allen guy came out swinging and landing and and slipping and taking in the, uh, uh, with that forward momentum. You slip the jab and do the takedown right there. It was just perfect. And then moving forward to the main event, that Alexander Volkov versus Tom Aspinall. Okay, I would I would have even eaten crow again. But Alexander Volkov is, is, is six foot seven, two hundred and fifty. That's a big man, and, and he was UFC heavyweight champion for a minute. And you know he's given you know uh, a hard run at everyone in the heavyweight division. He's a big, big man. And Tom Aspinall came in and just dominated him. And if he looked that good, I'd like to see that guy one more time. But I got that guy being the next UFC heavyweight champion, that Tom Aspinall. Wow. And 
And if if they bring uh, uh, John Jones back at heavyweight, that Aspinall will walk through Jones. I mean, that'll be a great fight. Yeah. Okay. Uh, B, what do you, what do you think? Oh, uh, I didn't have the fortune to see of seeing the fight, but I, I know. Uh, it, I mean, everything pretty much kind of sounds correct. I, I mean, I've seen Dan Hooker, and I know he can stand the bang. So, I mean, yeah, but you start dropping fights in the UFC, you know where that ends up. So, I yeah. Mean, and I just hope you know he gets another shot, and you know gets you know some success within his career. Keep mm-hmm. it going a little. But the dude that beat Dan Hooker, um, uh, Arnold Allen, he now has the. I think it's. I think it's. He's on a nine-fight feather featherweight win streak, which is the longest current uh, win streak in the featherweight division when it comes to featherweight fights. Now Volkov has a ten-fight win streak, but one of those fights was a catch with went to catch weight, and another one of those fights was at lightweight. That doesn't really count. Um, but he's definitely up and coming in the UFC when it comes to when it comes to featherweight, and I would love to see him fight um, um, if he works his way up there. You know, a top five guy, and hopefully we see a new champion emerge. Oh, UK was on fire tonight. Uh. You know, Z, I wanted to also ask you about uh, uh, Jamal Toro. Um, he's got some uh, some fights coming up. A couple of them broke down. Um, do you have any anything new on that? I, um, I, I don't know. There, there's all sorts of uh, promotional and, I guess, a little bit of legal trouble that uh, some things are going on with the Charlo, well, well, with Jamal Charlo. Um, mm-hmm. I, I, I would like to see him back in the ring, but they, and Matt, you have talked about him fighting Benavidez um, at 168. Right now, I mean, I, I, I wouldn't mind seeing it, but Charlo hasn't fought. I'm, I haven't seen him fight anybody at 168 yet. So I mean, mm-hmm. I, I think he needs to be tested. He needs to fight, you know. I mean, and. I'm pretty sure. I, I, I'm not sure what's going on with promotion, uh, but I mean, you can't. I mean, right now you can't stall your career. You know, I, I don't see it within his benefit to stall his career right now. So I mean, we're, we're gonna see. We're gonna see. All right. Uh, what do you think about uh, uh, Shakar Stevens and uh, Oscar Valdez uh, for uh, April 4th, 30th? Um, I, I like the way Secure Stevenson looked amazing in his last fight against uh, Heron. Uh, with that said, I, I don't. I mean, if he keeps this form up, I, I, he he's the next superstar to me. If he keeps this form up, um, he, he he's he moved, he moved up and he looked strong. Not only did he look strong, his speed and timing were you know against a, a champion. A quality champion. His speed and timing look off the charts. Uh, now that's against one opponent. Uh, Valdez is a different opponent, but at the same time, Valdez. I mean, he, he's he's not. I mean, he, he's good, but he's not defensively cute. So uh, I mean, we're going to have to see. It could be an interesting matchup, but that uh, to me, that all depends on if Shakur he, he, he keeps his form. That that I saw in his last in his fight against him. Uh, so I mean, I, I, as I say, if he has that form, I, I I don't see anybody really beating him. You know, in those in those weight divisions, what is one forty, one one thirty five? Yeah, so, yeah. Yeah, I don't see. I mean, I don't really see anybody beating. Him. Okay. Uh, well, we want to welcome uh, Mr. Uh, Bellator two seventy six, Bob. Phil Davy against Julius. Uh, oh boy, Angelikis, Angelikis. <laughs> right, uh, Angelikis. Yeah, 
Angelicus is 10-3-0. It went to a decision. Um, it, I don't know. Uh, I don't know if Mr. Wonderful looked as good as he could have, um, but it, it, it is what it was. You know, there was also uh, Brunix and Brunel, or actually, hold on, I'm on the wrong one. Yeah, and uh, uh, they got the um, uh, or Brunix ended up winning. Davis, Mr. Wonderful, could have looked a little bit better. Uh, and the co-coming main event is Johnny Evelyn versus John Saltar, and that could have been uh, – they were good fights, but they're all decisions, um, mm-hmm. except for the Cody uh, Cody Law versus James Attic in the mm-hmm. prelims. But, yeah, I, the, the, a lot of decisions. They're fighting smart. They're fighting for the win. Uh you know, um, just kind of like last week with the UFC, you know, when these guys, you know, I'm not a fan of everyone talking smack. And, and last week we had, uh, you know, people or Thiago Santos and, and Magomed Ankalev, you know, they were working. Someone's going to bleed. Someone's this, that, and the other. Someone's going to go down. Uh, and, and it wasn't an exciting fight. When these things go to decision and they're playing smart, and they talk a lot of smack beforehand, uh, it just it, it kind of turns me off, you know. Um, mm-hmm. Pretty much all the fights tonight in the UFC, those guys could have talked smack, and they, they all backed it up. So that was phenomenal. Slower fights. They've got to keep it more action-packed. Bellator's got to grow. We want to welcome our Additional uh, host, uh, uh, Ty Parquet. Uh, Ty, how are you doing tonight? I'm doing well. Please forgive me for my lateness. For some reason, my phone wouldn't dial out until literally I got on here. So uh, it's good to be back. <laughs> Miss you guys. So I've been going for the past couple of weeks. No problem. No problem. Uh, all right, Tony, you're up. Tell us about your, uh, your man down in uh, – in uh, Fort Myers, it's uh, ready to go back in the ring. Bryant Perella. I uh, talked to him the other day, and uh, he's got a fight, I believe it's April 9th, coming up. Um, he said he's going to join us on the show before he goes for the fight. Um, if you remember, I guess it's probably been two years ago now, he fought Ugas, and um, he did fairly well in the fight, ended up sustaining an injury during the fight, which... I think it's really the reason why he didn't win it. Uh, and Ugas goes on to fight Pacquiao, and, of course, we all would have had a basket of poo on that one because no one would have thought this guy would, would beat Pacquiao, and he did. So here you've got the champion that's fought Perella, and you know, Perella's definitely going to work his way through and get a piece of Ugas here soon, and uh, I think he'll take him. So I'm I'm putting money down that Perella will be a world champion here soon. But uh, he's doing well, and uh, hopefully he'll join us next week or the week after. Good, good. Hey, Ty, what do you think of uh, uh, Manny's son uh, in the ring won his first uh, first fight, first professional fight? Yeah, I read that, right? So he's following in his dad's footsteps. Um, let's hope, you know, he's more like Floyd Mayweather Jr. and not Julio Cesar Chavez Jr., <laughs> That's the only thing I can say about that. <laughs> okay. How about uh, uh, Z? How about uh, Tank Davis? Uh, got one come up with William Romero on the, the uh, 25th, 28th of uh, May. Um, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm not familiar with those two things. I didn't uh, read up on those two. I'm sorry. Okay. Tony, I think that's Tank Davis. Well, that's the rescheduled fight. Remember, Tank Davis just fought uh, Isaac Cruz. The reason why he fought Isaac Cruz is because he was supposed to fight Riley Romero, but Romero got pulled out uh, with sexual uh, assault allegations. But he's been cleared of that, and so now they've remade the fight. It's a grudge match. Riley's, uh, you know, been talking a lot of trash about Tank. Riley is not as good a boxer as Tank. But what he is is he's a big, kind of wild, swinging hard hitting guy. And uh, so, you know, he's a threat just because of his size and power. 
uh, though, you know, technically Tank is a better fighter, but Tank is a smaller man. Um, so it's, it's interesting. The promotional uh, buildup should be pretty vulgar, actually, so you might want to pay attention to that if you're into that. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, Romero's uh, a little bit more unpredictable in the ring, so it's going to be an interesting fight once it actually happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, my phone, I couldn't, I couldn't hear well. I, I couldn't really hear. Uh, you said Tank Davis. Uh, yeah, right. Devontae. He, you know what? He, what gives him trouble to me is the, uh, are guys who can get in his wheelhouse. Almost sort of guy to me. He did like with, well. He gets hit. That's one thing. He gets hit kind of a lot. But boy, when he lays it on you, he lays it on you. Um, a, a guy who can muck it up may have some success against him, but he can't. I mean, then again, he's going to be there for that. And then one thing mm-hmm. is, if you're there for that, I mean, he's going to give it to you. And he's the one shot guy. He, like he, mm-hmm. he'll, he'll get you out of there, and he'll get the ball going with one shot. So, I mean, you know, it, he's a tank. I always say that about mm-hmm. Devontae. He's a tank. He, he, he gives it like a tank, yeah. and he takes it like a tank. And, and, and his feet mm-hmm. aren't the fastest, but in his last fight, his feet, I mean, he had, he had nimble feet in his last fight because he didn't want to show the guy in his bill. So, and I thought that, I mean, that fight was close to me, closer you know, than, than they had it. So, yeah, I, that, I mean, I, that I mean, last one wasn't too impressive. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I, I think yeah, they yeah. would definitely take it, but, but uh, he, uh, he, I don't know if he was just having an off night that night, but he, it wasn't, uh, it wasn't the Tate Davis that, you know, I kind of watched. And I wasn't a huge fan until, you know, recently, but uh, I do think he'll take this one. Oh, yeah. Hey, Bob, what do you think? Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Leon Edwards is a fan that uh, he would like to give uh, Masvidal a shot if he wins the belt. Uh, is, is that a, a doable thing or not? You can't just give someone a, a, a shot at the fucking belt. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, he don't he doesn't get to make that decision. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and what what about the this week? Uh, uh, Alex Pereira and uh, the Jared Cunningham uh, It's supposed to be coming out as uh, a date's coming coming out for that. What do you think of that? The Jared Jared. I'm having a hard time hearing you real quick, Frank. But uh, yeah, Jared Cunningham. On the air. He's a Kennedy. Yeah, against who? Okay, you get something on it? No, I was, no, no, I, was I was saying uh, his name. Yeah, what, what it is is after Pajada's uh, last fight, he called out Jared Kennedy. That fight's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. Pajada's only had two fights in the UFC, and Jared Kennedy uh, has. It's already been said by Dana White and. It, is the Adesanya has been calling for him as the next title shot. So Kennedy's going to be fighting for the belt. At the same time, Pajada has only fought twice in the UFC, and he's yet to be the top 15 contender. So even though Pajada has some backstory with Adesanya, holds two victories over Adesanya in the kickboxing world, he still has a little bit more work to do. Not much, because he'll get fast track, but a little bit more work to do to get to a title. And uh, Jared Kennedy has established himself as a clear number one contender. Um, and, again, Daniel White has already said he's the next guy up for his. Mm-hmm. So it's just bad as calling him out. That's all that is. Yeah, that okay. Pierre is the only one that's beat uh, Adesanya in kickboxing, or, or uh, I mean, not Adesanya, but uh, um, Usman, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's, a, there's just also a question about uh, – uh, Dana White saying that uh, he was going to move uh, um, uh, Adesanya up to number one with uh, Nagano out. Uh, do you see that ever happening, Bob or Keaton? 
Um, I see him. I, I mean, if he's Usman's number one, are you, are you talking about in the pound for pound rankings? Yeah. All right. Um, well, Usman is number one right now. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, Usman's number sure one. Volkanovski's sure number yeah. two. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, pretty sure Usman's number one. Adesanya's number two. Volk is number three. Um, so, uh, I mean, if if um, you said if Ngannou loses, if, if he if he does lose, then I don't know who's I don't know who's four, but I guess whoever's whoever's five would be. I mean, whoever's I don't know whoever's five is, but whoever five is will be moved to four, I guess. Because mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure Ngannou is number four. Okay. Hey, Bob, there's a, there's a fight looming on the May 14th. Uh, Amanda uh, Rivas against Kathleen Chugangi. Uh, Is that how you say it? C-H-O-O-K-A-H-G-A-I-N. Do you know anything about that one? No, on May 14th? Yes. Yeah, no, I haven't heard anything about that yet. See, the problem I'm having right yeah. now is, is uh, like, all these people are just talking smack and calling out people from other divisions and calling out people, you know, uh, uh, five or six, you know, uh, rankings above them and stuff. And, you know, there it's just so much smack talking on the Internet, you can't keep up. But no one's going to get a realistic fight with you unless you're within one or two of the rankings. I mean, that's why they're there. Um, you know, and then every once in a while, these, these uh, you know, uh, jump to different weight classes. Well, you're going to either have to completely make a switch if you're not a top 15 fighter and go down to a different weight class, or if you're a top, you know, like Carmen Usman or Adesanya, you could maybe call up the champion next to you. But that's about anything mm-hmm. that you're going to go for. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, what about the uh, Bellator 276? If uh, Phil Davis and Julius, uh, oh, we want to over, over with that. I'm sorry, I didn't crash it out. Um, we got uh, Cody Law and uh, uh, James Adcock on 276, Bellator 276. Yeah, Phil Davis dominated. Yeah, I watched that. Phil Davis dominated uh, Julius Adcock. And, you know, Phil Davis is a guy who doesn't get a lot of, uh, you know, he doesn't get a lot of work. That's matter is Wait, uh, fighter for the better part of ten years. He was a top five guy in the UFC, and he's been attacking mm-hmm. guys. Um, you know, he never quite gets the hump. But I don't know if you guys know this. Phil Davis has never been finished in his career. Um, he, he's a guy who, uh, who just kind of when he's lost, it's usually just you know by split decisions here and there. Uh, but mm-hmm. he's, he's a very, very tough out. He's just never been able to win the big one. He's kind of like, you know, the, 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 I don't know, like the Buffalo Bills of the 80s, you know what I mean? Just he gets there, he just can't quite win the big one. But he's one of the more underrated guys. Now, so. But, yeah, he's been dominating Julius Angus. So he's looking for another shot at the current Bellator light heavyweight champion who's that in Nemkov. However, Nemkov has two victories over Davis at this point. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, yeah. Um, no, I I didn't I didn't catch the um the Bellator fight. Okay. I, I I know Phil Davis is a is a tall, rangy guy who could wrestle. He's now his yeah. striking is more predicated on his wrestling, trying trying to move wrestle with you. But I've seen him use his range. I've seen him discipline himself a few times. He uses range. So, I mean, he's a guy who's learned. Yeah, I mean, he's drastically improved his, his striking over the years. I mean, he's still not a, you know, by definition, he's still not a great striker, right? But he's much better than he was. And what he's learned to do because of his length and athleticism and the threat of wrestling, and he has a pretty good chin, he mitigates a lot of the dangers coming in at him. So he's not hit cleanly a lot. He's learned to roll with shots and duck under mm-hmm. and change levels and take downs. Um, so he ha- he's a really well-rounded fighter. He's just never been able to put it all together on a night to get that belt. But, um, 
But on any given night, you can tap out for anybody. Remember, the current heavyweight UFC uh, light heavyweight champion right now is Glover Teixeira. And Bill Davis has a W over Glover Teixeira, a clean, easy W over Glover Teixeira. Because Bill Davis is that good. You know, just one of those guys that, you know, just a little bit more on one of the cards, he might have been a champion in one of the kids. Okay. Uh, Z, what do you think of uh, uh, John, John Pascal is fighting tonight? Uh, he's returning with uh, uh, Furlong Maine. I'm sorry, it's not tonight. It's uh, the 20th. On the 20th. I, I, I like Jim Pascal. Um, <laughs> now, I, I, I don't know how long he's going to be able to do this thing, but uh, Pascal is a guy he's He's a guy who sort of refined his uh, style, I'm going to say, to a certain extent. He used to be uh, a, a, a definition of an ambush player. He would move around and he would throw and throw. He's you know, quick, quick-handed and quick-footed guy. Well, as he's gotten older, he slowed up and has started throwing power on the shot, has throwing timing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he's you know, his feet up and has gotten better head movement. You know, his defense is a little better. And he's been wiser with, with his, you know, his counter-punching. I mean, I, I like what Pascal has become. And, you know, I mean, I really like what Pascal has become. I mean, I saw the Pascal reminds me, uh, he reminds me of, like, David Lemieux. Uh, they, they got those really fast side shots just to come out of nowhere. But it seems like Pascal's kind of slowed down quite a bit. I don't know if he's still got it in him or not. Yeah, you know, once he found his chin that Sergey knocked off his, yeah, but you know, that's another story. But but yeah, he I reminds me of Lemo a lot. I remember when Pascal uh, fought Carl Froch for a title in the war years ago. This is how long Pascal. You talk about being a little long in the tooth. He had one of his first title opportunities against Carl Frotch. They fought in Pabst's war in the UK. And uh, then he eventually moved up to 175 where he won the title. Um, so, yeah, he's been around for a while, man. And, and Zito is right. He's refined himself. Don't know who he's fighting at this point. Um, I, I, you know, I saw he was fighting, but I don't know who he's fighting. Um, but, you know, he's a guy who still can compete at that second-tier level to a certain extent. Um, not with the elite. He's not going to be, uh, you know, a Berta BF or Bivol. He bought Bivol. He lost Bivol. He's not going to beat those guys. But on that level below, he still can be competitive at times. So, who knows? Mm-hmm. What, what, what I like is, I mean, right, as he's getting older, he's obviously not, you know, going to be able to compete with these guys. But I like his, his basically his career resurgence. After Kovalev yeah. fight, he, I mean, he's put up nothing but good performances. I mean, he to me, he like Bivol. He lost the Bivol, but that was a great performance. I mean, a great performance by Pascal. Um against Badu Jack. I mean, he, 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 another great performance. So, he, I mean, this, this guy, he, he, I like the way he's going out. I will say this, though. This is the one caveat. Pascal had a great career resurgence. Then, boom, got popped for drugs and had a fight called off. Popped for uh, mm-hmm. PEDs and had a fight called off. And and so uh, that's been one of the, the question marks hanging over his career resurgence. He got, I think he got popped for, like, three different uh, band substances. <laughs> so, uh, oh, so there's that. It was an everything. Uh, yeah, uh, Jose Sabato is coming back in tonight against uh, Francisco Perez. Uh, you have any thoughts on that fight? Was that for me? I'm, oh, that's not for me. I'm sorry, I didn't, I didn't hear the yeah. I didn't hear the question. Who was it for? Yeah, Jose Jose Zapata is coming back in the ring tonight against uh, uh, Francisco Perez. You have any thoughts on that fight? Oh, Jose Zapata. I like Zapata. Zapata's a quality guy at 140. He's probably uh, right outside of a title shot, so I don't know if this is an eliminator or a stay-busy fight. Um, he, he has a tendency to fight down to his competition, 
but if you guys mm-hmm. remember, man, he fought Ivan Durancic and had a knockout of the year. Uh, both mm-hmm. guys were down multiple times, and then Branch came in, and he caught him with a left. I mean, body kind of contorted as he fell. It was horrible. Um, and Zepeda also fought Jose Ramirez really tight. Some people thought Zepeda deserved the uh, the title in that fight, even though he, you know, he kind of stayed going down the stretch, but some people thought he did enough to win. Jose Zepeda is a quality fighter. He just quite hasn't quite gotten over the hump. In that in that championship fight yet, but he's he's a he's a very dangerous, very uh, quality guy. Just again, one of those guys just has a tendency to fight down on the level when he fights down the level. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, Tony, you want to uh, you want to pay for our uh, our lunch here? You want to do your commercial? So, Tony. So, I don't know if anyone's taking taking a look at what's going on in the uh, both in in all the states, but the utility companies are seeing making massive rises again. Uh, this year, it's going to be even with the after pricing Canada, it's thirty thirty one to fifty five percent. You can keep on paying those, or you can make a difference yourself. You can sign up with BioSolar. BioSolar is a solar panel company. They're licensed in every state in the union. Uh, they're able to get the job done as fast and cheaper than most people. If you'd like uh, to give them a call at 727-314-6976, ask for Patrick to tell me who you want on the Fighting Words, and you'll get a special uh, discount. Tony, um, you got anything else on that? I know you just had it installed. Yeah, he said he was here. All right, let's uh, resume our, our programming now. Uh, Katie, what do you think, uh, 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 Greg, uh, Andy? Uh, now he's uh, he wants to be the big uh, UFC guy. Uh, what, what's your thoughts on that? You said you said Greg Hardy. Yeah. Um, I'm honestly I'm glad that he's gone. Um, I think he's I think he's a piece of garbage to be honest. Um, the only thing I'm gonna miss about um him being in, in the UFC is I'm gonna miss seeing him him losing and him getting it um him getting uh getting beat up. I'm gonna, I'm gonna miss seeing him seeing him lose a lot. Um, that was kind of okay. that was always fun to see, um, but I'm pretty sure he's trying to go to uh, uh, Invicta FC. I, th- I think that's who he's trying to, um, go to sign with. That's horrible. Um, yeah. So for those of you don't, who don't know, Invicta FC is an all-female fighting women's. <laughs> For those of you who don't know, that's what Caden is. That's what Caden is going with it. Damn, Greg Hardy. All right, but Greg Hardy. Yeah, Greg Hardy was a linebacker and turned turn fighter, and he's he's not a. I mean, not a good fighter to be honest. I mean, so I, I don't. Whether no matter what you think of Greg Hardy, and, and, and obviously what he did was atrocious, right? Whether you think he's redeemed or not, no matter what you think of him, the fact of the matter is the UFC signed him only for his notoriety, and as a fighter, he never deserved a spot in the UFC. So no. for that, more than anything, the reason why I say that more than anything is because I don't know the guy. The guy did something absolutely atrocious, but maybe he's redeemed. Who knows? And, you know, maybe he's completely redeemed and has turned the corner for all I know. I, I, I don't know. What I do know is he was a guy who, whose talent didn't warrant him a, uh, a shot in the UFC. And when you, when you do that, 
there's guys who are really scraping, fighting, and working and learning these mixed martial arts to be good fighters who could have that roster space. And so I'm glad he's gone because now a guy with the potential to be in the UFC has that roster space because that's the way this fight should them. You know, obviously it should work on merit, not just notoriety. Notoriety is a big part of it, but Greg, Greg Hardy never deserved a, a, a shot in the UFC. Not at this point. He, uh, he needed some regional uh, fights first. And hey, we had some technical difficulties a few minutes ago. Tony, uh, um, you want to uh, talk about uh, your new uh, uh, purchase? Yeah, I, I heard you uh, briefly talk about it, so I won't be long on it. But BioSolar, our sponsor, um, www.byosolar.com. Don't go with any other companies, people. I've seen now twice in the last week and a half, two weeks, other companies screwing people over and getting more money out of them for something that, technically is free uh the system is awesome it's on my house now second week on my house love it all i can tell you is gas prices are going up so in bob's area it's probably got to be seven bucks a gallon now over here it's 439 a gallon in florida and uh, it's just going to go up and that means the surcharges are going to go up with these companies as well so you could jump in and get this solar by calling Patrick at 602-499-9804. That's 602-499-9804 or biosolar.com. And trust me, it's the time to do it. The legislation passed July 1st. You will not be grandfathered in. So if you get it before then, you're good to go. That's it. Sure. All right. Katie. Uh, back to uh, Bellator uh, 275. Uh, Mr. Sally, uh, and he gave uh, Vandervoort. And can you tell us about that? Oh, yeah, that was, uh, that was, that was, um, that was versus, that was versus Vandervoort. And, um, that was, uh, I'm pretty sure it was a, uh, round one TKO. Um, I'm, I'm pretty sure. I, I I don't have the the full stats here on my phone. Um, yeah, you're right. You're but, right. Uh, it was. I am. Okay, good. Um, yes, yes, sir. You're was, right. It was. Good, good, good. Okay, it was mm-hmm. a um, it was a dominant performance, um, and and another another win for for I I don't even know how to say his last name, so I'm gonna say his first Musashi. name. Gerard. Gerard Musashi. Gerard Musashi. Okay. Musashi. It was a, another win for Musashi. Another um, another good day. For, another good day for him. Um, and um, his it, when um, he got down there, he started doing the ground and pound, and that that really started wearing on wearing on Vandefor. And um, and the ref jumped in and stopped it. Gagor mm-hmm. Musashi to me is the Tim Duncan of MMA. That's a very got, good way to describe him. Yep, that's a good way to describe him. Yeah, first of all, the guy is stoic as heck. I mean, he's relaxed. He doesn't yep. show any sort of emotion. Um, second of all, I mean, he's he's consistent. I mean, he, what he does is consistent, and he, I mean, you just can't stop him. Masashi a drowning. He's good on the feet. Um, he's, he's at times too methodical. To relax, um, I, I don't want to say nonchalant because you're in a fight. You're not going to be nonchalant. But, I mean, he, he, you know, at times he, he could get a little kind of, as I say, too relaxed. He could be outworked. So, I mean, but, I mean, a guy that I I mean, I always like Masashi. I always yes, like his have. fight game. I mean, because he, he's a guy who kind of has it all. And, and Masashi right now. <laughs> He, he, he for the, again, talk about somebody who for the past 10 years has been a top five uh, middleweight. Right now, he's arguably, arguably the best middleweight on the planet. The only one who would clearly be favored over would be Israel Adesanya. If Robert Whitaker is the second best fighter in the UFC, Robert Whitaker against Mustafi is a coin flip. Let's keep it real. It's a coin flip. Mustafi is that good. Uh, the Sasha left the UFC on a five-fight winning streak. 
The only reason he was right in line for a title shot. He had just demolished Chris Weidman. The only reason why he left was because he couldn't come to financial terms because Versace is one of those guys who's really like super principled and kind of just absolutely is unfiltered and speaks his mind. And he was clear that he didn't think the money he was getting was fair. And so he took a bigger check at Bellator. It was that simple. That kid was on a five-fight winning streak, believe, in the UFC. He is undoubtedly one of the – he's the Hall of Famer. He absolutely is the Hall of Famer. And one of the best pound-for-pound fighters in the sport. He's just fighting for Bellator, so he doesn't get the, the, the cachet that a UFC fighter gets at this point. But the fact of the matter is guys who are in the know know how good Musashi is. Mm-hmm. And has been for quite some time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey, hey uh, Zeke, what about uh, uh, Arthur Bedevitz and uh, Joe Smith? They finally agreed to uh, terms and they're going to fight in New York uh, on June 18th. Um, you, you're talking about two of the harder hitting guys in, that, in, in the like the heavyweight division. Um, There's going to be some sparks on each other. What I will say is that Better Bev is a more aggressive fighter. He's a better boxer. He's a better, you know, when it comes to the natural terms of amateur-style boxing, he's a better amateur fighter. Mm-hmm. But Joe Smith's a hard guy. Joe Smith's a hard guy. Joe Smith's problem is when he can't find the target. That's Joe Smith's problem. If he can't find the target, then he, he, he got outboxed by Sullivan Barrera. Sullivan Barrera is pretty good. He was pretty good, but he wasn't top tier, to be honest. And Joe Smith got cleanly outboxed by Sullivan Barrera. Better be him. To me, will find it better to deploy amateur boxing style tactics to Joe Smith. Um, because of that, I favor him. If he goes head up with Joe Smith, that's a 50-50 fight to me. If somebody's going to sleep. That's a 50-50 fight to me. If Joe Smith could take a shot. Um, better be it to also take a shot. But to me, I've seen him. I, I haven't. I've seen Joe Smith hit hard, and he has to. He can't get to the spot. But I've seen him keep trying. Mm-hmm. I've seen better be happen. You know, this is when he fought uh, Brown. I'm not sure if that was his last fight, but he was having trouble then with, with, with Brown. But that was a different skill set. Brown was stepping off to the side. And, you know, it was, you know, he's called the ranger in the first He's not going to come at him. But I, I just, you know, it's going to be a very interesting fight. It's going to be a very hard hit. Okay. Uh, hey, Bob. Um, UFC 275 has uh, Carla Esparza uh, versus uh, Rose uh, Norma Judas. Uh, do you have any idea what that's going to turn out to be? UFC 275? Yeah, not you. Yeah, no, I don't. It's uh, 274. Yeah. Sorry. Dana White took the rematch of, uh, of Rose Namajunas against Carlo Esparza. Carlo Esparza actually beat Rose Namajunas to uh, win the inaugural flyweight championship. She submitted her. Uh, so this is a rematch that's like six years in the making. Obviously, they both improved. Rose has appeared to improve exponentially better, whereas Carla just kind of rounded out her game. So Rose is going to go in as a favorite, but Carlo. Carla, in her mind, will have that psychological edge of having uh, actually tapped the rose out the first time they met. So it's a rematch for Carlo. Uh, Carla Espaz is the clear number one contender at this point. The cookie monster she is. Okay. Uh, how about, uh, let's see, we got the Adam Works. Uh, uh, I'm helping last names. B-O-R-I-C-S, Borix. Yeah, Adam um, Borix. Yeah, he just had a fight uh, Friday night with, uh, who was it? Uh, Bad Burdell. Bad Burdell, yeah. Bad Burdell. Let me tell you about that fight. People don't watch Bellator. 
that was the best MMA fight I've seen in the last few months. Those guys, I, they they just they kind of just banged it out for five rounds um, without a significant drop in pace because both guys were in such good shape and and it was very technical stuff too. And uh, Boris edged it out. Boris has a knockout over Aaron Pico. He's a comer in that division as well. Uh, but again, these are two guys who are world class, top ten light. You know, guys at their their weight, they just don't get the the cachet they they could get if they were in the UFC. But they're very good fighters. They put on a, a an outstanding, uh, tremendous show, tremendous effort by both guys. Good, Bob. You got on that? No, I didn't get a chance to see any of it. I apologize. Okay, Jaden. I I didn't even hear what the question was. My bad. Yeah, I, I got you a question for you. Me. Like, how far, away, how far away is your drive Over. to Miami? Because you got the Eagle Fighting Championship out there. Khabib's putting yeah. on his second on his second show right down close to you there. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, about three 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 and a half hours. Yeah. I might just have, so, to, I might just have to sprint down there. <laughs> yeah, you have Kevin, uh, Kevin Lee versus uh, Diego Sanchez. Oh wow, that's that's actually going to be a good fight. Kevin Lee. And no, they I remember uh, that was last week actually. Kevin Lee, uh, last he week. beat Diego yeah. by yeah, he beat him by unanimous decision. But he believes yeah. he may have torn his MCL as well. So. Kevin. Yeah, and you know he's just coming off of multiple uh, MCL ACL tears. He said uh, that yeah. Diego kicked him, and he thinks he tore the – I think he said it was the MCL. Uh, but he, uh, he was proud that he got it out the win, but, you know, he used his wrestling to gut out the win. But, he, uh, you know, it looks like he's back up to the knife for the knee again, man. That sucks. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, glad, glad, he got, I'm glad he got the win over Diego. I don't like Diego much as a – I mean, not uh, necessarily as a fighter, just as a person. <clears throat> little cuckoo. I'm glad that um, I'm glad I'm glad that Eagle FC has has a superstar like like Kevin Lee, you know, because they don't have. I mean, obviously them being a starting um, starting organization, they need. I mean, Kevin Lee is he's not obviously you know a huge name, he's not a superstar, but I mean for right. someone that he's a recognizable still name though, yeah. He's still, yeah, he's a big name in, in, in at least the MMA, you know, um, you know the MMA fans, the real people who know, you know, the UFC and stuff yeah. like that. He just got dropped for the UFC, and um, I'm glad everything's working out for Khabib, and and, um, and I hope he, I hope Eagle FC takes off in, in the next, um, in the next uh, a few years here. And uh, same thing with one championship. I'm pretty sure uh, Demetrius. Yeah, yeah, one is one is the bomb in Asia. Yeah, yeah. yeah you know what else is, uh, about 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 Kevin Lee, uh, Caden? What's cool about Kevin Lee too is is you're right. He's not a superstar name, but he's a recognizable name. And usually, what happens is you, you don't get recognizable names till they're well into their late thirties. You know what I mean? Kevin Lee is actually oh, yeah. in his prime. His issues. He's just had issues with the weight. He, he's a tweener. He's a guy who 165 suits him. 170 was too big, and he was too big for 155. And outside of that, it's just he's heavy knees, and he has bad knees. But, uh, but again, like Kate was saying, not only is he a, a, a name, but he's a name who's still in his prime. He just has to, you know, hopefully stay healthy. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. All right. We got uh, uh, Blair Cox and uh, Alex Rose. What do you, what you thought on that? Zeke? Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. What's the question? Alex Rocha. I'm sorry. Uh, Blair Cobb. Versus Alex Rocha tonight. Oh uh, yeah, I'm not familiar with those two fighters. I'm sorry about that. Okay. So Blair, the Flair Cobb, is 15 and 0 with one draw, like 10 knockouts, fighting a welterweight. Blair Cobb is known right now much more for his personality, which in a sense he mimics Rick Flair. So he does the whole woo thing. You know what I mean? Blair, the Flair Cobb. He's He's really become kind of a fan favorite because of his personality. However, he's 32 years old. He's never really stepped up. With that personality, now he's getting an opportunity to step up. So he steps up tonight against Alex Rocha, a guy who 
is at a certain level, but it's a level that Blair has had to fought at yet. So this will start to see where she can go as far as what his ceiling is because he's a guy who we still don't know what his ceiling is because he hasn't truly been tested on that level. Um, he's actually, you know, he, he's known because of his personality, but he's going into this slight underdog tonight. So uh, it'll be interesting to see if he could um, get it up train roll and then bring more eyes to the sport. MMA fighters know about Blair Cobb because MMA fans, I should say, don't know who he is because of his personality even though most of them have never seen him fight or only seen him fight one or two times. Alright, now I talked to uh, our good friend uh, Mr. Bernard Hopkins this week uh, about coming back on the on in two weeks. Um, so he was saying, he made a statement that uh, he thinks that uh, Spence, uh, Earl Spence is going to destroy Yugis. Um, is that something that you see in your wheelhouse, Zeke? Um, I see Spence winning, but I see it being a very, very difficult fight. The only reason why I see Spence winning, to be honest, is physical dimension. Spence is slightly taller and has slight reach advantage over Yugis. Outside of that, I mean, Ugas is going to present Spence with trouble. Spence is not going to be able to go inside and rip off at the body without being in danger of body shots himself. I mean, because Ugas, he goes to the body well. Ugas is a better outside fighter than Spence, to me. Um, Spence can fight outside. Spence, you know, actually, past two fights, he's been using his range. Um, mm-hmm. Against against quality, well, Mikey Garcia, but you know Danny Garcia, quality competition. Um, so I, I don't like. I, 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 I don't. He's not going to destroy Ugas. I don't see him knocking Ugas out. Uh, I see him having to not. You know, he's gonna. He's not fighting this fight down here, like he thinks. Ugas is, is strong as Spence. I think. Uh, Spence just physically dimensions. He, he just has it, and he's going to be able to maybe apply him a little more consistently. The, the only problem with Uber is he has a tendency to kind of let off of the gas pedal. He kind of, he's a guy who's going to bring the fight to you all the time, necessarily, and that lose him some rounds on the scorecard. Where Spence, he's a workhorse. Spence is going to keep working. Spence is going to keep punching. So... I mean, we, you know, it's going to be an interesting fight, but I'm going to lean to expect good fight, decision, definitely decision fight. KJ, what do you think of uh, uh, over in uh, back over to Bellator, um, Borix versus Burnell? What's your thoughts there? KJ. Oh yeah, um, I didn't. I actually I didn't see that fight. Okay, how about you, Bob? I'm sorry, I didn't hear again. Bob, what was that? that? On MMA uh, Bellator uh, 276, Borix versus Bur- Burnell. Yeah, again, I didn't. I, is that coming up, or did it already happen? I didn't see the Bellator fights. Mm-hmm. Okay. Alrighty, well, guys, this takes us right to the, to the end of our hour. Uh, I appreciate everybody's help tonight and fantastic team. Um, Bob, you want to lead us out? Yeah, guys, apologize for the technical difficulties, kind of on the road doing some packing and moving, but uh, always a great show. Love talking with you guys every week. Look forward to it. Thanks for all our listeners. Thanks for Ty and Zito, Frank, Caden, and Tony. Um, and our sponsors, uh, another good week in Fighting Words. Uh, please do call. Thank you. AJ? Um, it was another, another, great, another great weekend, another, um, another great weekend of USC fights, and I uh, hope everybody tuned in. Uh, if you did not, you can, you can always see the recap online. Uh, but then again, I think it was also another great show. I think everybody did a great job, and goodbye. See you next time. Okay. Hey, it was great being on with you guys. Miss you guys, man. Glad to see everybody was holding down the fort and had the full compliment tonight. Uh, if you get a chance, tune in tonight. Edgar Belanga against Stephen Rose. 
Uh, Bob is our co-pilot. Coach Bell is watching over us. Dr. Chris keeps us laughing. Everyone have a safe and wonderful week. Zee? Yeah, and another wonderful show. I want to thank you guys because you guys, you guys have me like a fan at times. So uh, I want to thank all my Fighting Words family. These shows are definitely an memory of Bob, Coach Mel, and Dr. Chris. And if anyone wants to say any Fighting Words, please do call. And I want to thank everybody. Everybody contributed something really special tonight. It's always good when everybody can uh, can throw in uh, something special for the show. That's what uh, makes our show last this long. We will now, on uh, April 1st, we'll be crossing the 19th year uh, of uh, shows and uh, 597 direct shows. Uh, so uh, we want to thank the, I want to thank the staff especially, but I really want to thank everybody that listens because it wasn't for the 265,229 listeners that we have worldwide, uh, we wouldn't be out here. No. We love you and we want to keep you there and please be safe when you're out on the roads. Um, there's a lot of stupid people driving out there now. Um, these, these shows are in memory of uh, our founding officer, Bob Carroll, uh, Coach Mel Parquet, whose knowledge was in, has inspired so many people over the years. And it's still, at this stage, I'm sure, puts uh, a lot of knowledge out there for me. I know he's, he's brought, me, brought me a lot of happiness. And, uh, I can never say enough about what the guy was like. And Chris, I know you're, uh, you're up there listening. You're sitting there and you're probably talking to my dad or or any of the other guys about the show. And uh, uh, I'm going to let you know that we did talk to Lance again this week. Everybody uh, sends their love. So uh, these programs are brought to you each and every night of the week. In great appreciation. The men in the United States Armed Forces, the men in the United Fire Services, the men on the front line of COVID, doctors and nurses, especially the fine people that do all the cleanup in the hospitals and in the medical clinics and first responders, and people with these markets who keep our shelves stocked. These programs are dedicated to those who lost their lives in line of duty. This is Robert Anthony Carroll, from the other coal captain. Sergeant Thomas Bateman, Detective Randy Bell, Detective Biggie Childers, San Diego Officer Mike Hamler, Pittsburgh County Sheriff Sergeant Charlie Levy, Sergeant Springs Police Department, uh, Deputy uh, Charlie Conner, Sergeant uh, Mike Godwin, Philadelphia Fire I'm sorry, Deputy Chief Mike Godwin, Philadelphia Fire Department, Lieutenant Joyce Collins, Lewis, Philadelphia Fire Department, Sergeant James O'Connell, Philadelphia Police Department, Patrolman Otto Christman, Lincoln PD, Lieutenant Joe Zerber, Coastal County Police, Patrolman Control Deputy Josh Meyer, National County Sheriff's Department, Captain Matt Latone, Philadelphia Fire Department, Captain Chris Leach, Wilmington Fire Department, Lieutenant Artis Hooks, Wilmington Fire Department, Lieutenant uh, Jerry Pikett, Wilmington Fire Department, Trooper Chelsea Richards, Florida Highway Patrol, Trooper Joe Boyd, Florida Highway Patrol, Chief Al Oliver, Wilmington Police Department, and Chief Jimmy Ford, Wilmington Fire Department. My brothers and sisters are there, maybe 10 7 at this point in time, so I'm telling you, I'll be 10 at the table of the Lord. Until that time, may the road rise up to meet you. May the wind be always at your back. May the rain so soft you in your fields and the sunshine light light on your face. Until we meet again, may the good Lord keep you and your families always in the the palm of his hand. Tonight, God bless and have a great week. Thank you.
We love you and we miss you. 